Welcome back to SFL. You know, leadership's going to always come down to these seven qualities. Are you ready? Don't you like lists? They kind of keep us on track, don't they? Here's number one. Vision. You see, when you have vision, you literally pull your future into existence. You know, there's a scripture that says, without vision, the people perish. If you're going to be a leader, you've got to have vision, which means you've got to have clarity. You've got to see this end result. You've got to see yourself in all 50 states, even though you're broke right now. You've got to see your team doing 500 million points a year, even though you just had your best person quit on you. See, vision will pull your great future into today's world. It, vision literally manifests your dreams. That's number one. Number two, it's communication skills because how else are you going to transfer the vision you got in your heart to your team? See, it's not what you say. It's what your prospect hears. It's not what you say. It's what your team hears. Hears. That's why you should record yourself and listen to yourself and say, is what I want to say coming through? Just talk for two or three minutes once and record yourself and listen to yourself. And you may find out you need to get better at your communication skills. You know, you got to have a beginning. You got to have a middle. And then you got to have a strong close. And you got to know the end of your communication talk from the beginning. Number three, leadership comes down to people skills. Why? Because when you got good people skills, you generate unity on your team. If you want to know why you have division on your team sometimes, it's because you don't have the people skills. Do you see what I mean? You might be offending people without meaning to do it. And there's a scripture that says an offended person is harder to win back than a fortress city. So you want to develop your people skills so you can have unity on your team. And you can inspire other people to run for your promotion run. You know, in my CEO promotion run, it's like legendary, right? Because I just loved everyone on my team. I loved Jeff Blahovec. I loved Jeff Levitan. And Jeff Levitan just got up one day and he never met someone like me before. And he said, you know what? I'm not going to rest until Greg Cap is a CEO in a company. And I thought to myself, Jeff, you have no idea how many promotions we need. You have no idea how many points it's going to take. Because at the time, we were averaging 200000 a month in super base. And to, to get the CEO back in the old days, yeah, we're talking about the real, the real CEO promotion. If I hit you, I didn't mean to miss you. But we had to do 1.5 million in 90 days. Yeah. And we, our persistency in our run was over 90%. Do you see? But what, wh why? Because why? I have good people skills. I don't have an agenda with people. I don't try to change people. I don't offend people. Right? I remember that everyone on my team is my client. Why would I yell at my clients? 
And when you try to change people, what you're telling them is you don't like them the way they are. So you learn to develop the Pygmalion principle, which means I saw everyone on my team turning out successful. That's why you want to develop people skills if you're going to be a leader. Number four, a leader has to have character. See, it's what you're doing when no one's watching. Your team knows you don't have any guests. Your team sees you haven't had a lot of personal production. Your team sees the numbers. They know how many personal recruits you got. See, character is who you are when nobody's watching. Not when you're up on the stage at convention. Not when you're up at the st- in front of your office. Number five, what is it? What, what's number five in becoming a leader? You got to have a competitive nature to overcome all the adversity you're going to have, right? Everybody has adversity. You know, Think and Grow Rich says that the moment you set a goal, you should expect adversity, right? And what we have to learn to do as leaders is don't react to adversity, respond to adversity, right? Say, Adversity. Is this all you got? Because you got to remember, adversity's only purpose is to steal your momentum from you. How many times have you had great momentum and you lost it, but you don't know why? You know why? Because adversity has one mission. Adversity is afraid of your momentum because when you got momentum, I'm telling you, we had momentum in my CEO run. I mean, we did like 250,000 the first month of the run. We did like 400,000 the next month of the run. We were so far behind, but man, we did somewhere like 850,000 in the third month of my run because we had tremendous momentum. Because at that point, all of us said the same things. We didn't react to adversity. We all just said, you know what? Every adversity's got a benefit if I look for it right now. If the trial doesn't kill me, it's going to make me stronger right now. The only easy day was yesterday. See, we just responded like that. And then everyone on my team learned to say, we're getting back seven-fold return on every canceled appointment in this run. We're getting back seven times the chargebacks, the canceled appointments, everything. That's why you want to be a competitor, not to beat on other people, but to overcome adversity. And number six, you've got to be aggressive. If you're going to be a, letter, a leader, you got to be aggressive. I'll never forget when my mentor changed the future of my life. When he said to me, Cap, you know, you got some talent. I've seen it. But all your talent is useless without aggressiveness. You know, that hurt my feelings when he said that to me. But you know what? I meditated on it. I thought about it. I said to myself, I don't, I don't want to be aggressive. I, I'm not an aggressive guy, right? I, I worked in a post office for 15 years. I wasn't aggressive when I was eight. I wasn't aggressive when I was 12. I wasn't aggressive when I was 16. I wasn't aggressive when I dated Tina. I just was not an aggressive person and I didn't really like aggressive people. But this man said to me, Cap, you got some talent, But all your talent is useless without aggressiveness. And then you know what? Because I meditated on what my mentor told me, right? Because my mentor wanted me to succeed. Because I meditated on it, I realized I'm I'm stealing from my own wife. She's got to go to that brewery every day. 
I'm stealing from my own children. I got to keep saying no to my children. But I'm not just stealing from them. I'm passing on this bad mindset of mine. And so I said, if I don't start getting aggressive in life, I'm not just going to ruin my life. I'm going to ruin my wife's life. I'm going to ruin my children's life. And now that I got five grandchildren, I realize I would have ruined my grandchildren's life. Because what? All the talent in the world is useless without aggressiveness. So my, guess what? My prospecting, I became more aggressive and I really got good at it. I can hardly remember. I just say to a person, you know what? I can't tell you what it is right now, but give me your phone number. I snap my fingers like this. I say, write your phone number down. I'll give you a call. Explain it to you. Man, when I got aggressive like that, I can't remember when someone didn't give me their phone number. I'm sure they didn't, but that's, I can't remember it. And then when I got an appointment, I didn't think about just doing an appointment anymore. I thought about who's their best friend. Because why? I started getting aggressive with all the steps in the system. And so what I did was I, 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 I always would ask them who their best friend was. And I would try as soon as I could to get them to call their best friend. But if they wouldn't do it, i said, well, why don't you come down Saturday? We got a guest speaker coming down. But at, when they came down Saturday, I'd sell the dream and try to call their friend. That's really what we do here. We sell the dream and call somebody's best friend. You know what I mean? And that all came from my great mentor telling me, Cap, you're going to have to get aggressive. But because I became aggressive, my daughter opened a salon and she has 2,000 clients. And now she's in WFG. Because I became aggressive, my other daughter lost over 120 pounds. And she said to me, Dad, you know why I never gave up on my diet? Because you taught me how to never give up because you never gave up in your business. And I saw a lot of other people talk big, but they gave up. See, my daughters were watching all these people come in, talk big, and then quit and give up. You see, your aggressiveness is going to help your children and your grandchildren one day. And see, being aggressive, I found out, just means that you really believe in something. That's, what, that's how people were taking my... I wasn't aggressive on the outside. I was aggressive on the inside. And then the last one, number seven, is servanthood, right? Because it's really servanthood that motivates your teammates, now, how, how does my team know that I'm a servant leader? Well, over the 33 years, I can give you many examples. When I prayed with people in parking lots till 3.30 in the morning. You know what I mean? When people would call me because their mother was in a hospital sick. When people would call me when they had marital problems. You know, when people would call me because they had someone on their team that was going to quit. And they say, Greg, would you please call this person and try to convince them to come back? But you know why they know that I'm a servant mentality? You know, people that I recruit now on my team, you know why they know I got a servant mindset? Because I do these podcasts called SFL every day. I don't have to do these podcasts. I know that a lot of people are just taking my information and they're putting it out on theirs and they're making money off it. I could care less. Because why? I got a servant mindset. I know that as I give, I will receive. I've learned that a long time ago. That's why I'm a tither, right? I'm a tither because I know that as I give, I will receive the receivings in the giving. But if you're going to be a good servant, then be a good giver, but please be a good receiver. Because that's another thing my mentor told me. He said, Cap, you're really a good giver, but you're a terrible receiver. I said, what does that mean? He said, number one, you won't even receive a compliment from me. You always shuck it off as soon as I tell you one. 
And he said, you know what you do? You don't complete the circle. He said, I put a lot of time and thought into my compliment to you, and I would tell it to you, and you'd shuck it off. And he said, when you don't receive a compliment by just saying thank you, you don't complete the circle. But he said, I'll tell you something else that you're bad at receiving. You see, you give and give and give. I see you come here to my office down here in Atlanta. You're helping out everyone in our base shop. You're encouraging everyone. Everyone loves you. But you don't expect people to buy from you. You don't expect people to get in with you. You don't expect people to take you to their best friend. And you don't expect to fast start and tap root. And so I'm going to tell you something. If you already are a good giver... Would you please learn to be a good receiver? Because there's a law on the earth that says you're going to get exactly what you expect. Now, why do you think that my daughter and I are going to use Elite Training Library? Why would I not leverage over 200 videos on there? That's what I'm going to do. You don't have to do it, but if I was you, I'd give them coupons out to everybody on my team. Sign up at EliteTrainingLibrary.com with coupon code KAPP to get 14 days for free.